0: It's Thursday. That means Crossover Thursday here on the NFL portion of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. They are the dynamic duo of Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker of Locked On 49ers. Massive Monday night game in Mexico City for wildly different reasons for both teams. One is on a trajectory that many saw but not in this costume of the 49ers and the Cardinals are kind of in flux. And is the season lost? Are they on the precipice of something that nobody expected them to achieve by beating the 49ers on Monday night? We're going to talk about all of it. Key matchups, how both the teams got here and give our final predictions about the game uh, in the final segment boys. This is the one that I look forward to a lot of the year. Brian Peacock and I have kind of, you know, we, I, I talk about this every time, but we pretty much started the same year, right? We both do 2018.
1: Uh, I started 2017. 2017. Yeah, 2017. I was hired. I was hired. I think basically the same day, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch were hired by the 49ers. That's man. when I
0: started. And both got you know unnecessary contract extensions. Unbelievable. <laughs> Eric Crocker uh, joined a couple years later. Croc man, uh, one of the best scouting minds you've ever seen. You do. Uh, when when does that? So what is the other one that you do? Sorry, the, the yeah, locked on, on
2: NFL Draft. Locked on NFL Draft.
0: So is that 24/7 for you? all year round, all off season. Like, does that stop?
2: It does not stop. It does not stop. And you love Croc it. doesn't
1: Croc right. just doesn't stop period all yeah. day long. Every day. He wakes up at like four thirty. works out twice a day. He just crammed his face with food. Cause he doesn't want to eat too late and because he has no time in between all the stuff he's doing. And, and with athletes that he's training at his new facility that just opened, which is fantastic. He's got nine different podcasts. Croc is just like a machine right now.
0: You're a machine. Yeah. You work out once for you and once for me. That's really sweet of you. I really appreciate (laughs) that. So let's, so let's talk a little bit about how both teams got here. Um, It's been a different journey for the Cardinals than it has been for the 49ers. The 49ers have made some very key acquisitions. They drafted well. Everybody seems to be healthy aside from the quarterback who was starting to, to start the year. Tell me about what it's felt like to watch this team progress in a way that You didn't necessarily think they would in this manner, even though they're
2: winning more games than they're losing.
1: Take it away, Croc.
2: I think everybody, and I probably speak for everybody when I say this, there's been a certain level of frustrations. You know, you see this roster is extremely talented. You know, there's been injuries, obviously an injury to the quarterback position, but, well, you got Jimmy Garoppolo stepping in, so you should be fine. And even then, they lost a game where the defense gave up nine points. How does that happen? They, they lost some other games to teams that they probably felt like going into the season. You should not lose to these caliber of teams. Uh, and they got back on track playing teams in the NFC West. So I'm pretty sure right now a lot of fans are hoping that that continues. They did have a big win against the L.A. Chargers, although the Chargers roster is definitely depleted at the moment, and maybe that you know helped the 49ers get that win. So I think a win against Arizona, another team dealing with the injuries, it still will bode well for the confidence of the 49ers and you know with the fans. But it's weird. You know, because I say all that about, you know, kind of the confidence going up and down. But the media seems very bullish on the 49ers. They're picking the 49ers to win the NFC. They're picking the 49ers to be like the most dangerous team to threaten the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, I don't know if I've seen that team yet, but I, I, it feels like they might be heading in that direction.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. And and, and I forgot to mention, uh, this episode of Locked On Crossover Thursday is brought to you by Prize Picks. Uh, price picks so much fun and it's easy to play no competing with other players just you versus the projections available pick two to five players and if they score more or less than their price pick projections you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry it literally takes 60 seconds to enter it's pretty easy we love price picks and we know you will too first-time users can receive a 100 instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code locked on that's pricepicks.com promo code locked on it, it's fascinating to see Uh, The huge story about, you know, Trey Lance getting hurt, Jimmy Garoppolo coming in. Jimmy Garoppolo should win Time's Man of the Year, okay? Because this guy, I see it from, well, you get shunned to a different practice field. You're not a part of this team anymore. You're like, and then it's like, well, knight in shining armor, Jimmy G comes in and is keeping this team afloat. It's unbelievable to watch. Now, on the other side with the Cardinals, the Cardinals have had an up and down season Injuries have been an issue. Um, Kyler Murray's play has been an issue. Cliff Kingsbury um, has been an issue. You know, and, and the problem is that we don't know what the problem is. And that's like the only one thing worse than having a problem is not knowing why there's a problem. And we're through 10 weeks, and we still don't know why the offense is a problem. It may be narrowed down to two, Kyler Murray or Cliff Kingsbury, one of whom was brought in to massage and mature and grow the other. And it's not the the quarterback doing it to the head coach, but it could be like, is Kyler Murray getting exposed? I don't think that's it yet, but what we're looking at now is a team that is hanging on in a muck box. It is the NFC, which is what I call it at four and six, where if they can string together a couple wins, although somewhat improbable with Monday night coming up, they're in it with Hollywood Brown coming back and Deandre Hopkins coming back. So, the question marks surrounding both teams are different, and the trajectories are different, but they're also very important for this season and like next season for the immediate future of both organizations. Right. I yeah. do have
2: a question, uh, real quick, about the relationship between Kyler Murray and head coach Cliff Kingsbury, because you know we all saw the clips of Kyler Murray telling his coach, "Settle the f down, calm the f down," kind of like yelling at him. I'm like, man, you know who's the who's the coach here? And then you see some clips of DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, and I don't know if that was on the hard knocks or what, but mm-hmm. I saw the clip floating around, Hopkins coming off, and he's like, you know, kind of disappointed with how Kyler Murray was playing or how he was seeing the field and trying to get him to do a certain thing. So it sounds like there's a lot of people frustrated with Kyler Murray. Is, is Are you seeing it that way as well? Yeah.
0: Um, I just don't know why. I don't know if it's Kyler. I don't know if he's not coachable, which I don't think it is. Kyler Murray's won his entire life. And, you know, this is one of – he said this is the toughest year it's been for him so far because there were higher expectations than what what the Carls are able to, to facilitate turning into the win column. And we will talk about that as keys to victory because, spoiler alert for next segment, my key to victory is Kyler Murray on the sideline and Cliff Kingsbury with Colt McCoy. Like, is this going to breed a lot of things that we don't want to have to talk about? but we're going to have to talk about because we're in this business. Brian Peacock, when you saw the news, I texted you right away when Christian McCaffrey was traded to the 49ers. Before we go to break here, what was your immediate was were there expletives involved? Did you hear about this before it seemed like it came out of nowhere and we knew there was just a little pot of teams that could potentially acquire him?
1: When I saw and you, you saw two first round picks was the asking price. It was like, well, there's no way you, you can't, yeah. do it. you cannot do it. If you're the 49ers, I, I actually talked about this in the offseason and I said, you know, who's going to be a 49er someday, Christian McCaffrey, because I had no doubt that Kyle Shanahan loved Christian McCaffrey. I thought it was going to be Christian McCaffrey gets hurt again. Then there's a post June first cut next offseason, Then the 49ers swoop in and, and sign him or something like that. Um, I did not see the 49ers giving up what it was going to take to get Christian McCaffrey, when I first saw that Christian McCaffrey got traded, I thought, oh, no, a running back, how much did they have to give up here? Because they don't have a first-round pick anyway. And it was, you know, second, third, fourth, and fifth is what they ended up paying to, to get Christian McCaffrey. And so my initial thought was I probably wouldn't have done it I definitely wouldn't have done it. Um, how much more of a running back is he going to be for the 49ers? Are the 49ers actually going to throw enough to make him valuable? And can he stay healthy? Those are the big questions. And with running backs, you never know because even if he's used a lot in the passing game, he's still going to get carries, which means he's still probably going to get hurt at some point. And then there's $12 million a year contracts coming up for him as well. Is, is it going to, I, I have my doubts that it's going to pay off in the long run. It's paid off in the short run for a couple of games, but you don't trade all that to win in October or November, you pay all that to win a January, February. So it's definitely a wait and see, but uh, definitely a deal that I would not have done just because of the position he plays, but he is dynamic. And uh, if they utilize him enough as a, as a receiver, and he stays healthy, then the 49ers can't come out on this trade.
0: Is it more fun to cover the 49ers with Christian McCaffrey or without?
1: It's insanely fun to cover the 49ers because they always do something to whether it's the quarterback situation, Jimmy G. What's that like? It's pretty insane, and they're going into the playoffs every year now. Brian Peacock, Derek in- Crocker,
0: locked on 49ers. Alex Clancy, locked on Cardinals. I do not want to hear that as we go to break. I'm done. Listen, I, I get 30 minutes with you guys twice a year. That is plenty for me, okay? Coming up next, keys to victory. Um, it's going to be very different for both teams, especially with the decimated offensive line, with Colt McCoy most likely starting, and what the Cardinals can do to stop not only Christian McCaffrey but also Elijah Mitchell, who's healthy back, Deebo Samuel's back. Greg Kittle, uh, George Kittle. Um, they've got all the weapons known to man. It seems we'll talk about all of that and more next on Locked On Crossover Thursday. Your team every day first. Blue Nile, okay. Blue Nile makes it easy to find engagement rings, diamonds, whatever you need. Okay, they have million. They've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. Their easy online tools let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity as well as setting style. Blue Nile's Bench Jewelers will then help you handcraft your perfect one-of-a-kind engagement ring. The the best part about them, and I always get to this point in the library and I discuss it, if you don't know what the hell you're doing, like me, they have 24-7 support, chat, and on the phone. So if you're too embarrassed to talk to a human being because you don't know what you're doing to that point, you can chat with somebody 24-7 and find that perfect engagement ring. Shop stress-free with Blue Now's 100% satisfaction guarantee. And all Blue Nile or- orders are insured and shipped for free in discreet packaging. They also offer overnight shipping if you're in a rush. Make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to bluenile.com and use code locked on to save 50 bucks on your purchase of $500 or more. That's B L U E N I L E.com. Code locked on to save 50 bucks on your purchase of $500 or more. Bluenile.com. Code locked on. And this is another sponsor for Like, luckily for us, we have the best sponsors on the planet because these products are awesome. Tommy John is another one, okay? Getting stuck in Black Friday crowds, super uncomfortable. Shopping Tommy John, Tommy John's Black Friday sale from your couch, super duper comfortable. The opposite, in fact. When you give your loved ones Tommy John, they're that much more comfortable so they can do everything better. Shop Tommy John's Black Friday sale right now and give the gift of comfort to everyone on your list, including yourself, with brand new Tommy John underwear, loungewear, and pajamas. With over 18 million pairs sold, giving Tommy John has become a holiday tradition. 97% of women and men love getting a gift from Tommy John. Shop Tommy John's Black Friday deal going on right now and get 30% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com. 30% off everything now at TommyJohn.com slash locked on tommyjohn.com slash locked on slash locked on. I almost nailed the tongue twister. Almost see site for
1: details. Got my Tommy Johns on right now, by the way, and I can uh, definitely attest to the the comfortableness and the, the softness of these. I don't know if you can see them on the YouTube camera there, but yeah, they're as soft as they get.
0: Now that's what you call a collabo in the live read world. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals, Brian Peacock, Eric Crocker, locked on 49ers, two of the best we have on this platform. You can also check Brian Peacock out on the Peacock and Williamson Show daily, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Eric Crocker, locked on NFL draft, the dude that doesn't sleep. Um, who did the Cardinals draft in the first round? How do you feel about it? Oh, that's right. They didn't make a pick in the first round. They traded for Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown is back uh, off the IR, should be playing Monday night, um, adds another element uh, to this offense that is – Shock full of skill position players, even though they lost Zach Ertz to a season-ending knee injury last week, James Connors back, Rondo Moore has really emerged as a true wide receiver, too, in this league. And then you have, in my opinion, still a top three wide receiver in the NFL and DeAndre Hopkins. Um, before we get to keys to victory, when you look at this offense, even with Colt McCoy calling the plays on Monday night, do you see an offense that should be striking more terror – into opposing defenses, or do you see this offense as, well, there are a couple nice pieces, but this is pretty much what we thought it was going to be when the season started.
2: I, I don't know if they should be striking the you know, fear into opposing defenses all around the NFL, but definitely the 49ers, even with the Colt McCoy-led team. We saw what happened last year yeah. when the Arizona uh, Cardinals traveled to San Francisco or Santa Clara and played the 49ers, and Colt McCoy kind of put on the show that defense looked non-existent for the 49ers, and the Arizona Cardinals ran away with that game um uh, this time, I think we'll see. This defense seems to be put together a lot better. The 49ers don't have Emmanuel Mosley. I think that's a huge loss to the 49ers, especially a team facing a Cardinals team with this many weapons. But I'll tell you the thing that kind of is the equalizer for me, and I truly don't understand it. But we talked a lot about Kyler Murray, and he's not playing, right? Most likely not. All right, so without him – and what, how this defense is getting after quarterbacks and being able to get guys that are a little bit more like statues, that can pose a little bit more problems. The teams that the 49ers have had trouble with this year, guys that have uh, – or teams that have quarterbacks who can make plays with their legs, extend plays, off script, uh, read options. And when you can't pick up those cheap yardage, it seems like the 49ers have done a really good job – uh, defending more stationary style quarterback. So I think uh, even though the Cardinals have those weapons, will they be able to protect Colt McCoy enough to be able to, you know, uh, consistently get the ball to those guys? And what do you think,
0: Peacock? Like when, when you're coming into this game Monday night, like what um, scares you the most? Like what 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 are you writing down? Like, well, this is something that needs to be watched from the from a San Francisco perspective looking at the Arizona Cardinals.
1: I Well, the, the big thing to me is the adjustments to the adjustments. What is Cliff Kingsbury going to do? What is Colt McCoy going to do if the 49ers defense comes to play like they have for the most part this season? We saw against the Chargers, the 49ers came out, and uh, they did not look good. And even without starting wide receivers, right? Justin Herbert went down the field like nothing and scored. The Rams a couple weeks before that, at the very beginning of the game, they came out like 15, 18 play drive, whatever it was, went down and scored. Both those teams shut out in the second half. Fred Warner was asked this week about that game, what they did against the Chargers. And he said, basically, I'm paraphrasing. He said, we found something that worked. We ran the same play every single time. So once they made the adjustments, the the other team couldn't do anything. But what are the adjustments to that? And I think Colt McCoy is a really good facilitator. I think he's probably one of the better backups in the league, a uh, battle of the backups by the way again for the Cardinals here because Jimmy Grappolo <laughs> he's a starter. He yeah. was a backup uh, for a brief bit to start the season. Um and I I think efficiency can be something that can can beat the 49ers and I think Kyler Murray obviously has something very different that can beat the 49ers. So I don't really especially after seeing last season what Colt McCoy was able to do and if he's going to get Hollywood Brown back and I mean that's a that's formidable group, you know Rondale Moore in there too. Uh, they can make plays. So um, uh, to, to, to be honest with you, the thing that intrigues me most about this game is almost not even the matchup. It's what happens because of the matchup, because you kind of alluded to it a little bit, right? With if, if Colt McCoy looks good and in prime time in Mexico city, the Arizona Cardinals beat the 49ers, there's going to be questions about Kyler Murray. Why is Colt McCoy playing just as well as Kyler Murray? And we're winning games with Colt McCoy now back to back games. So that's going to be a big topic of conversation. Or as we saw when the 49ers played against the Carolina Panthers and thumped them, you thump the Arizona Cardinals in prime time. Does the seat start to get hot to the point where you start to see people getting fired? Because we've seen the the arguments on the sideline. It's not going to be Kyler Murray that gets the ax. He just got re-signed. So you got to yeah. point to the, the guy who drafted him and you got to point to the head coach who can't out-coach very many coaches in the league, it seems like, and I know you've been at the forefront of um, not necessarily calling for people's jobs, but at least questioning is like, okay, how come we're not talking about this a little bit more? Uh, I think a thumping on Monday night football could bring up uh, some really big questions, no matter who wins this game. So that's going to fascinate me what your storylines are going to be next week on lockdown Cardinals.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, it's uh and I appreciate that plug on our crossover Thursday here brought to you by prize picks. Um, you know what I said when the season started, I said during the off season that, when I, I started to notice a trend and um, my listeners have heard this but I want to I want to kind of reiterate here that I saw Vance Joseph becoming the scapegoat clear as day and I saw it because they didn't add a whole lot to the defensive side of the ball they were riding with the draft picks that Steve Kai made and they've been pleasantly surprised I've been pleasantly surprised Byron Murphy's emerged as a true cornerback one like they're very few like we're not talking upper echelon one percenters but there's upper there's upper echelon one percenters, and then there's true cornerback ones, and he is one. Zayvon Collins is really emerging in his second year. Budu Baker's Budu Baker. You know, people know who Budu Baker is now. And when I got when he got the contract extension two or three years ago, I had buddies who knew football more than me text me, "Who's Budu Baker?" So now we finally emerge there. Jalen Thompson out of Washington State. I'm sure Crock liked him coming out of college. He was in the supplemental draft, one of Steve Kimes' better draft picks. But what they did in the first two rounds, instead of drafting an offensive lineman to protect Kyler Murray. They traded for a wide receiver who shares the same agent as DK Metcalf, Debo, Samuel, and AJ Brown, none of whom finished their rookie scale contract without getting an extension. So he's going to need money. It's not going to be a cheat just because they exercised their option for next season. Ain't no way he's playing on that. He will be getting a contract extension if his agent has anything to say about it, like he has with the other three and they drafted a second round, a tight end of the second round who really hasn't sniffed the field that much was Zach Ertz going down. Maybe it'll change, but could have drafted Drake Jackson who ended up where with the 49ers, the edge rusher that could have helped this pass rush. And you could have drafted Tyler Linderbaum. Who's going to be an all pro center for the next 15 years with Rodney Hudson going down. This offense could have looked very different, even though they'd be without Hollywood Brown. But when it comes to Steve Kim and Cliff Kingsbury, Vance Joseph is the easy target because you can blame the defense because they're, they're giving up a lot of points every game. And it's not their fault when the offense isn't doing their job. The defense was built to set the table for the offense so the offense can eat. And the offense has been fasting for a large majority of this season. And it's not fair to put it on the defense because they're not built to win. So when a head rolls, I will be shocked if it's Cliff Kingsbury, even though I think it should be. Um, that's a long-winded way of saying that. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be – Fascinating moving forward. Let's continue this in the final segment. Um, we may upset Ross Jackson. We can never do it. We can never do 30 <laughs> minutes. Just 30 minutes when it's us. We just can't do it. There's too much to talk about. We roll on here on a crossover Thursday. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals, Brian Peacock, Eric Crocker locked on 49ers. We'll hit we'll hit some more and give our our, our uh, score predictions next. Betonline dot They're an OG here with us. Number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, analysis get the latest odds and trends for every professional in an amateur league out there. They've got the next head coach to be fired. That's one that's been fun to watch. You know, it's been fun. Frank Reich, I think was fourth or fifth on the list. Uh, I wonder if Kyle Shannon was ever on that list two years ago. Like, I wonder like if there were ever, it was ever a time, but betonline.net has got you for all of the futures bets that you want to make NFC West winner, you know, uh, Super Bowl winner, uh, uh, NFC winner to come out of the NFC. They got everything. And props, odds, they have sports podcasts now. They have legitimately everything you need. And at this point, the Cardinals are eight-point underdogs to the 49ers on Monday night, 43.5 point over-under. I have a hard time finding 43.5 points, but you can f- go to betonline.net and check out everything you need. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. Bringing this puppy in for a landing crossover Thursday. Brian Peacock, Eric Crocker, locked on 49ers. Alex Lanty, locked on Cardinals. Thank you for making our respective podcasts your first listen each and every day. Free and available on all platforms and on YouTube. So, Brian Peacock likes to look from Northern California and gawk at the Arizona Cardinals. He does. You know he's 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 an elitist when it comes to his history of the 49ers. Very as as well he should because he's got the rings. He's got the rings and Crocker is kind of the same way, but when you look at this matchup, tell me who wins and tell me what the Cardinals need to do to win this game.
1: I'll go first on this one. Um, This is an easy blowout win for the 49ers at home in Mexico city, (laughs) because you know, it's going to be a hundred percent red in the stands. Um, and we'll see what percentage of that 100% is Cardinals fans, which is 49ers fans. But judging by the listens, and uh, and I can go in the back door and see where people are listening from. And I get people in our mailbag segments or when jumping on the live chat, seeing people global with the 49ers. They just travel so well. And it's uh, unfair in a lot of ways in the NFC West for the 49ers to go play two home games against the Rams, two home games <laughs> this year against the Arizona Cardinals getting a Mexico City game. So, oh, why do I have to do this twice a year? That reason 49ers big eight points is going to have to be enough. Um, it's it's not a it's tough because I don't know if there's going to be enough points to be a big blowout. I had the 49ers by four last week, even though they were favored by seven. Uh, for the same reason, I think the 49ers, the way Kyle Shanahan is wired, the way he wants to play, the way the 49ers defense plays, I just don't see a lot of big high scoring games for the 49ers on paper. So, I do think the 49ers can win this game. I think they can win by a touchdown.
0: Wait, is that weird can- to you what you just said? they've got offensive firepower that other teams that other teams are like, I mean, you've Proc, got, you've Proc, got tell to Alex how many, much we talk about
1: this very thing on our podcast, right?
2: How now, is
0: that Jimmy G about? or is that, is that, is that Kyle Shanahan or is that Jimmy G?
2: That's the million dollar question. And yes. we're, we're trying to figure that out. I think there are more opportunities out there, but maybe a lack of just overall execution just here and there, right? Last week, <clears throat> excuse me, they had a play. On the in the red zone, Brandon Ayuk runs an amazing route. Whoops! Yep. The defensive back drops the ball yep. on the goal line. That should have been a touchdown. That takes four points off the ball off the board because the 49ers had to kick a field goal. So there's been little instances like that. There was another play where Debo Samuel fa- uh, failed to make pretty much kind of a, a stock kind of reach block on Derwin James, an amazing safety. But if he would have made that block. Well, Elijah Mitchell is one-on-one with the safety 10 yards downfield with the two-way go, and that could potentially be a touchdown. So I think there are just opportunities that the 49ers just aren't quite capitalizing on. I think the guys are there. I think they have the right weapons, but it's just a play here and there that keeps them from really kind of blowing the doors off of the scoreboard.
0: Yeah, I mean, with – And that's
2: been consistent. So it's not like, you know, uh, we can – count on that to happen against the Arizona Cardinals like no you know uh, that's been something where it's just that that one kind of lack of discipline so because of that you ask the question who does that you know lie on Jimmy Garoppolo Kyle Shanahan I'd say I swing that pendulum uh, more towards Kyle Shanahan because he's the one that's either coaching it or letting letting it happen yeah
0: that's that's really interesting I didn't even think about that the amount because they have three positions with a top three player in it. I mean, tight end, wide receiver, whatever you want to call Debo Samuel, now Christian McCaffrey. I mean, Elijah Mitchell's probably a top 20 running back when he's healthy. You know, like, and the probably offensive higher. line is fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What? And we saw that. We saw that last game where it's like, well, did they need to trade for uh, Christian McCaffrey? Um, and with the Cardinals, it's frustrating in a different way where – they haven't won more games they've lost, which is nice. Like if the 49ers were three and six right now, or four and six, and they had that firepower, there would be a lot more heat under the rumps of a lot of people. Yeah. Not necessarily for being fired or things like that, but it's like, why is this not working? You know, and that's, and that's interesting, you know? And, and with the Cardinals, it's like, I look at the front seven, like you always look at it with the 49ers. It's always the lines. They always build it right. And, you know, Fred Warner is a nightmare fuel. And we said this two years ago, right when he got right before he got his contract extension. I think you and I were, I think it it was probably us three that it's like Fred Warner is the most underappreciated defensive player in the NFL, probably. And then he got his money. And then it's like, well, now we're looking at Bobby Wagner part two, even though they're not exactly the same player. Like we're looking at that perennial talent and that is nightmare fuel for me, you know, and it doesn't matter who is who is rushing. Whether they're, whether they're blitzing or it's just they're just rushing three or four, this rush is always something that gives the Cardinals trouble. And with the offensive line being so, you know, decimated, especially on the interior, it's like Colt McCoy is going to have to – like this is going to have to be like it was last week, like a high school offense, three yards out, five yards turnaround. Like, and and they they did it well. And the one thing that the Cardinals have that a lot of teams don't and I'm removing DeAndre Hopkins completely from this because he never relies on his speed to get to where he needs to go. He never has. When you have Hollywood Brown, Rondell Moore, and Greg Dorch, who's a very – he's not a well-known person, but he's made waves, especially in the preseason. Those guys are like Teslas. I mean, it's zero to 60 in like half a second. So if they can catch the ball around the line of scrimmage and they have good blocking schemes and they have these guys in space, any play could be a chunk play. It doesn't have to be a lot of air yards for that to happen. And they're really going to have to – they're going to have to lean on that, especially if the pass rush is getting home or getting close to it like we think they will with this decimated offensive line and no Kyler Murray. So real quick, to, we have two minutes and 10 seconds. Eric Crocker, game prediction, score.
2: Uh, I got the 49ers, 31-23. Peacock.
1: 27-20, 49ers. Uh, I like that that D-line to win against the Arizona Cardinals o-line enough to make things pretty difficult on
0: yeah like that i think it's gonna be like 23 17 uh uh 49ers i think it's right around that range like the cardinals defense is underrated for what they've done because the points against i think they're bottom three in the league but it doesn't tell the whole story it just doesn't and when they're able to flip the field for the offense and the offense can execute you know this defense is a lot better than people give them credit for that's going to do it for us crossover thursday still one of the most fun 30 minutes I get to do a year. And then, you know, later on, I think they play week 18, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Week
0: 18. So that'll be, that'll be interesting to see if there's any sort of, if the Cardinals can get there and have that game mean something, it's going to be massive. It's going to be incredible.
1: See who the interim head coach is for the Cardinals in week 18.
0: You want to move down to Arizona? (laughs) I think Cliff would give up his house And, and, and he'll teach you how to wear no socks and
1: look cool. I can't, I can't do, do that. I can't pull off the ankle thing. I I'm so tall, either. too, that I've always made sure my pants were long enough because they always were too short for me growing up. So um, I can't do the ankle thing. I can't go back.
0: All right. And Crock, in one of your workouts for me uh, today, can you do some ankle workouts for me? I got you. So, some I, nice I, ankle I do,
2: mobility. Yeah, I got I you. Do
0: re- I do really appreciate that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Brian Peacock, Eric Crocker, Lockdown 49ers. Check them out Monday through Friday. Free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Check me out at Clancy's Corner on Twitter and uh, free and available wherever you get your podcast for all your Arizona Cardinals news. Ross Jackson, 19 seconds to spare, baby. Locked on crossover Thursday. We will talk to you tomorrow on our respective podcasts.